1: And welcome back to the Corn pregame show from Jack Spinks, Marino, Kassam Stadium. It's high school and community colleges day on this Saturday night, 6 o'clock kickoff. Allcorn and the McNeese Cowboys. It's been a while since McNeese has graced our beautiful campus. They've always been one of the top FCS teams in the country. So definitely a challenge for the Braves here tonight. Well, let's get a McNeese preview as we talk to Tyler Nunez, he covers McNeese for AmericanPress.com. That's the local newspaper in Lake Charles, Louisiana. He joins us here on the Alcorn pregame show. We appreciate your time. Good evening, Tyler. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Well, first things first, we dealt, of course, at, with FIU and uh, the weather down in Florida. Thoughts and prayers there. And, of course, Lake mm-hmm. Charles. Um uh, had a pretty a good hit a couple of weeks ago with the system that they had. How are things holding up in Lake Charles?
0: Lake Charles is largely pretty good. Uh, most of the damage was done a little bit west of us in uh, Beaumont and just east of the, of the Louisiana-Texas border. So Lake Charles itself is doing pretty well. Most players have families uh, who are doing pretty okay. There were a couple who had, who had uh, homes that were affected, but overall things are doing pretty well over here.
1: Well, that's always good to hear. Let's talk a little bit about uh, McNeese, a team that's 1-1 one one on the season. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of uh, up and down, 1-1 one one on the season. Probably should have uh, beat Nichols State and had to hang on of sorts a couple of big plays late in order to uh, beat Florida Tech.
0: Yeah, that's right. They they, they probably definitely should have beaten Nichols State. They outplayed them in pretty much every statistic you can find, uh, except for points on the scoreboard. Uh, the, the, the big problem is they're big, they keep big, giving up big plays on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, that was a problem that they had last year. Uh, Lance Guidry, took, head coach Lance Guidry, took over the defensive coordinator position in hopes of kind of curbing those issues. But so far, it's kind of been more of the same. Uh, so if Alcorn State's going to attack, they should probably go long.
1: Yeah, you look at the first couple of games, high scoring. Uh, obviously, McNeese is scoring some points.
0: Absolutely, James Tabry is a quarterback, and he's got a litany of weapons to throw to, and guys like Darius Crowley and uh, Kent Shelby, Parker Orgeron, who's the son of LSU coach uh, Ed Orgeron, uh, and then they've also got a stable of receivers. Uh, they got three guys in Chris Pratt, David Ham, and uh, Benjamin Jones, all of which are pretty capable. The, the big soft spot on the offense is the offensive line. They uh, they have to shift a lot of guys around, and they they don't have a lot of guys to work with. So that's been kind of tough james Tabbery got sacked five times against florida tech uh so that that's been the biggest issue so far as far as that goes but they have been able to move the ball effectively and get to the end zone for the most part
1: it was a big running play that uh, allowed your team to pull away against uh, florida tech so the running game definitely will be in play with benjamin jones He had a big 69 yard run with uh, just over a minute remaining talk about uh mcneese's running attack
0: yeah, Benjamin Jones is some guy – Is somebody? He, he's technically the third-string guy, but he's a guy that Coach Gidry really likes to put in late in games. Uh, the starter is going to be Chris Pratt. He's a speedster, and he's pretty He's pretty dangerous in the flats. If he can get some open space, he can make guys miss. And then uh, coming after him on the depth chart is David Hamm. He's more of a bruiser, and he'll kind of run through uh, the, the defensive line and try to get into the secondary where he can run guys over. That's, uh, and that's typically – how, how they do things every once in a while you'll see Chris Bratt on a third and short situation where you'd normally see him but generally that's how things go
1: We are talking here on the Alcorn Pregame Show with Tyler Nunez. He covers McNeese for AmericanPress.com, the local newspaper in uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, as we get ready for kickoff at the top of the hour. All right, so let's talk about the defense of the McNeese Cowboys, giving up a bunch of points and yards in the first couple of games for Braves fans. Checking this one out, what's underrated about this McNeese defense?
0: Oh, man, the run defense is spectacular. That's not something you might see just looking at the overall stats. But if you look at the difference between passing yards given up and rushing yards given up, they can stop the run, and that's where they're really dangerous. They can also get to the quarterback. Uh, the, the big problem is, is in the secondary they're having, tr- they're having trouble tackling. Uh, but they do have uh, a great cornerback in, Ant- uh, in Jermaine Antoine. He has two, two interceptions already this season. Uh, and uh, BJ Blunt has been doing pretty well in safety, and they also have a redshirt freshman in Darian Dunn on the other corner, who, who who's pretty good man to man.
1: So the defense is stout against the run. They're giving up what an average of about seventy yards a game, sixty seventy yards a game, somewhere there.
0: I believe so in the rushing attack. Yeah, the front seven has been doing their job as far as the run stop
1: goes. And of course, the the Braves. Their strength, obviously, is, is running the football with DeLance Turner and P.J. Simmons. So, a team that likes to run it, team that likes to stop the run. We'll see how that chess match plays out here tonight. All right, so let's get, get, get your thoughts on tonight's game. McNeese is looking to go 2-1, and one, and we're looking to uh, win our second game of the year. So, what do you expect here with the 6 o'clock kickoff?
0: Man, that's a, it's a, it's a, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days, and it's a tough one because... Uh, I think these are two very equally matched teams. I think these are two teams at the top of their respective conferences. Uh, I've, I've seen uh, the SWAC has had a little bit of success against Southland so far this year. I, I, I give the edge to Alcorn State just because they seem to have been playing uh, a cleaner football so far. Lance Kidry himself admitted earlier this week that if he uh, if Mies was going to win this game, they'd have to play their best game to date. So I would give the edge to Alcorn State if I had to be honest.
1: Tyler Nunez, he joins us here on the Allcorn pregame Show. You can follow him on Twitter. Give us your Twitter handle for folks uh, that want to follow you throughout the course of the game and throughout the course of the year.
0: Yeah, I am at Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, A-M Press. So that's T-Y-L-E-R-A-M-P-R-E-S-S. So Tyler Am Press. Uh, I'll be at the game. I'll, uh, I'll be tweeting as much as I can while I'm there, and I'm looking forward to visiting.
1: All right, Tyler Nuñez joins us here on the All-Corn pregame show. We really appreciate your time. Oh,
0: thank you again for having me. I enjoyed
1: it. All right, we'll take this time out. When we come back, we'll check in with Cedric Tillman with our first on-the-field report on this Saturday night. It's All-Corn and McNeese here on High School and Community Colleges Day. Over 6,000 have registered. For high school days, so a lot of kids in the stands here tonight. We'll be back with Cedric Tillman and Fred McNair with a McNeese preview after this one minute timeout on the All Corn Football Radio Network.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.